Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls. Boys and females. Dogs and cats. Uh, whales and sharks. Welcome back to Just Servants. Welcome back to Just Servants. Ryan, how have you been? Oh, I've been phenomenal. Levi, how have you been? It's been a minute, man. Levi, you went to the Holy Land. I went to the Holy Land. I mean, I feel like I was following around Abba Strout. Abba Strout. You'll get to meet him in a couple weeks. Hopefully. Lord willing. Pardon the rapture. That's what he always says. Now, Levi, what are we here to do today? We're here... To have fun on a podcast, but not just have fun on a podcast. What do you mean, not just have fun? We're here to share with you some really, really good news, but not just that also. Well, what do you mean? We're also here to talk to Mr. Rich Andrews. Hey, Rich. Oh. Hey, Rich. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, they, this is your podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is our this podcast. Is it, this, is this is awesome. This is it. Yeah, this. I feel like I'm like... Part of the crew now. Part of the crew. Almost. Yeah. yeah. So, what what are we gonna talk about? Yeah, we're gonna talk about some stuff. We're gonna talk about mainly camp ministries. Oh, mainly, mainly camp ministries. Mainly, but, but now, we can swim to some er- other areas. Okay. Yeah. First off, yes. Who are you? Oh, that's a good question. So uh, I am um, the uh, the husband of Lynn. The husband Ooh. of Lynn. And the father of, of Gavin. Gavin. And Javen. Javen. And my daughter Linnea. Somewhere, Linnea. Yep, and uh, <laughs> and, my, and I'm the I'm the granddad of uh, of Hattie May. Hattie May. Yep. Hattie and, May. And I uh, had the privilege of serving with the Ministry of Word of Life. Word of Life. Woo! Down in Florida. Pines. But I'm just kidding. That's not the Pines. It's the coast. But got my start way high up here in the Adirondack Mountains. ADKs. Yes, sir. ADKs. And, uh, so yeah, that's and, and down in Florida, I have the privilege of leading the ministry there. So camps, Bible Institute, retreat center, all kinds of fun stuff. So as someone from Michigan, yes, you have been to school and stuff in New York, and you've done a lot of work down in Florida. Which what what's your favorite climate between the two? Oh, since you're from Michigan, my my favorite climate is any place where there's four seasons. Ooh. So I love Not when I, I love I love well no well yeah, you're New right New- well well there's like. Mud season. It's mud, and then yeah, there's cold. But uh, it, Michigan's really. If I had a place, if Jesus said, "Rich, you get to live any place you want to," I'm picking. I'm picking Michigan. Wow. wow. Have been North Carolina? I uh, well. So got my, my wife. Great my wife is from North Carolina. Ooh. From, yeah, from Winston. I rescued Ooh. her. <laughs> from Winston. I did not rescue her. I swooped in and. I was like, man, there's a lot of sinners here. Let's go. I need to get her out of here. <laughs> Facts. That was 20, wait, wait, wait. 28 years ago. You say a sinner. Yeah. Yeah. What? What's a sinner? A sinner? Yeah. Well, the Bible says that all of us are sinners in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. And the Bible also says that the wages of sin is death. So death. What I earn for my sin is eternal separation from God forever in a place called hell. But the rest of Romans 6.23 says that the gift of God is eternal life through mm. Jesus Christ our Lord. So a sinner, that's you, that's me, but that's everybody listening right now. But God says, hey, you know what? I love you so much. I'm going to send my only son, Jesus, mm. to die on a cross for your sin, to take your place. And all we have to do, Romans says, is whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He takes what we deserve he bears it on himself. He gives us what we don't deserve. And then uh, the Bible says that you and I can have a personal relationship with the living God. Check wow. that out. Mm. Because of what Jesus did. Guaranteed a relationship, a home in heaven, 
and to live forever, man. You can't beat that. Mm, you can't awesome. beat that. Those yeah. are three good deals right there. Yes. Great deals. And all you have to do, 100% off for free, believe. That's right. Believe. That's it. Believe. That's hey, it. That's deep. So anyway, that's, deep. that's what happened, man. I met Lynn in, 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 our, uh, in our freshman year of college. Woo. She was dating my roommate. Oh. oh. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's just say things worked out a little bit better for me than they did for him. Period. Oh. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah okay. We don't need to go into any details. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Word. Now, how did you get from New York to Florida? How did I get to New York from Florida? So I was working forward of life up here, high, high, high in the Adirondacks. Woo! Loving every minute of it. My summer job was camps. So I worked at the children's camp. Uh, they call it the ranch back then, ranch and ranger mm-hmm. camp ages 6 to 12, and then I worked on the island, World Life Island, which is a student camp, which is actually an island. It is actually an island. island. On the lake. The only way to get... Clark's Island? It used to be Clark Island, which is the people that made sewing thread. So if you look at the spool, if you look at a spool of thread, this is a true story. Go, go, next time you go to Walmart or do whatever, look at a spool of thread. If it says Clark O&T, they were the people that owned Word of Life Island. <laughs> and we, wow. that's, who, that's who Word of Life bought And from. we bought it for a whopping something, K. Okay? Yeah. A lot of money. Yeah. 25K back yeah. in like 1940. Yeah. It wasn't a lot for that. No, island, right? they, no yeah. it wasn't at all. No, it was they, a God thing. So anyway, I was thing. working up here, doing my thing, and the opportunity came for me to go down and go from being a camp director here to being the assistant director of the whole ministry in Florida, which at the time was the Bible Institute in camp. And then they have like a 72-room hotel, retreat center, conference center. And so uh, we moved down there in 2000, and that's what I've been doing. But I loved my nine years in New York, mm-hmm. and I loved working with all the different age groups for camp. And God used God really used that time to really show me how much he can use camp in the heart and life of somebody. Yeah. All right, yeah. So we were talking about camp. So we're going to keep talking about camp, of course, because we know how much you love camp. Yes. What is the importance to camp? Like, why is it so important to some random camper who comes out of nowhere? And why, why does Word of Life make such a big deal about camp? Yeah, I think, guys, the reason why camp is so important is because it takes people out of their normal routine, their normal comfort zone. It brings them to, you know, in this situation where we're sitting right now in the Adirondacks, right? Mm-hmm. Hands down, one of the one of the most gorgeous places on the planet. And so kids come from all kinds of different places, but you bring them up here. It's a little isolated, right? Oh, it's yeah. a little different. So what happens? You get their undivided attention. And because of the way camp is designed, everything that everything that we're doing from, you know, songs that we sing in the meetings to the games that we play, all we're trying to do is earn the right to be able to say, hey, this is who Jesus is. And in that environment with, you know, all the things taken away that they would normally have a distraction, you know, for the last 31 summers, I've watched God, you know, work in, in hearts and lives in ways I've never seen before. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, you said you're taking the campers out of their element. Mm-hmm. You could be taking counselors out of their element. Yeah. What What is something that... Word of Life does so well with doing that. I think one of the things that Word of Life does really well, let's let's talk about counselors really quick, because that's you guys, right? You guys yeah. are students at the school. Woo. You know, you, you counsel during snow camp at least once, you know, all those things. What Word of Life does is they empower, right, young people. So 18, 19, 20-year-old kids um, by giving them the tools that they need to be able to do the job of a counselor, right? Not Listen, it's not that you have all the answers, <laughs> right? 
But what we do is we say, hey, listen, you have the strength, the energy, you know, to be able to keep up with kids, right? And, okay, here's, you know, knowledge through, you know, the classes that you're receiving and the Word of God. Take that and use it to, Mm -hmm. to impact the lives of young people, right? And I think for me personally... Um, as I look back on my time at Word of Life, I tell, I tell people all the time, my best summer ever was, uh, and the, the reason I fell in love with, in camp, with camp was because I was a counselor mm-hmm. for a summer on Word of Life Island. And back then we were doing 10 weeks of summer camp. Um, I single counseled the last five weeks of camp because we were wow. short on counselors. <laughs> and you absolutely have to get to the place where you realize you cannot do this on your mm-hmm. own. You can't do it under your own strength. Yep. You don't have all the answers. You totally yeah. rely on God. And yet, in that moment, God uses you. And I love watching that in the hearts and minds and the lives of counselors. And in a similar way, because you asked about campers, I still you still see that happen with campers, too. You know, there's so much happening, and you never know. But it might be a song that's sung, something one of the speakers says. It could be a drama mm. that they watch. But I watched time and time again where it was a counselor who took the time to simply listen to the heart and the need of a camper and then to respond not in their own power and their own strength but in the power of the holy spirit to be able to say hey listen god loves you you're walking through a difficult time or you know god loves you and yeah things are great but as we talked about earlier in the podcast you're you know you need jesus you Mm -hmm. need forgiveness of sin so i really love that part of it so today we've gotten to the point and and uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the the world, uh, uh, the uh, uh, culture, culture. culture. There ah, we go. Look at you. Call wow. me a dictionary. <laughs> dictionary. No. Um, <laughs> but in so today's continue. in today's culture, <laughs> yep. we have it where culture. kids are so much reliant on their devices. Yeah. They're so reliant on, you know, Google. But back in the day, I mean, there was none of this. No. I mean, it, it took a lot of money to afford a computer. What do you think, with Word of Life being so unique, that they just strip every type mm. of electronics and device away? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's honestly, it's the kids have an easier time with it than the parents do. Mm-hmm. Right? Because parents are so used to just being able to text, you know, and find out where their kid is or track them. And so... It's not usually the kids that have a hard time turning their phones in. It's usually the parents that have a hard time not being able to get in touch with their kids. But when you take, even for the, even for us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how nice is it when you don't have to look at this thing? Facts. Oh, very right? nice. Sure. How nice is it when you can just set it down, face down someplace, and just be like, okay, God, like right now, my you, you have my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. That's what camp does. Yep. Right? I watch the leaders collect the phones on the bus. I watch all that happen. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, there's a little bit of detox mm-hmm. going on for kids, right? Yeah. Because this, we don't like to think of it this way, but there's so much information coming at us through the mm-hmm. phone that when a kid doesn't have it, it's like, oh, man, what am I going to do now? That lasts like a day, yep. half a day, because there's so much happening at camp. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then when you finally do give them their phones back at the end of the week, it's always amazing to me. You know, they're like some of the kids are just glued to it, and other kids throughout the week have made the decision hey i'm not this thing's not going to run my life anymore mm-hmm. yep. for sure i'm not going to let it do that i'm going to stay away from it mm-hmm. and so i think it is a unique thing i would say this it's not unique to work life to not yep. let kids have your phones mm-hmm. at camp you know most camps recognize that this thing is a distraction yep 
And so they're they're saying, hey, leave it at home, leave it in the car, give it to us, we'll we'll lock it up for you. Mm-hmm. People recognize this thing can be a a, a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Can I use that word? Is that yep. okay, mm-hmm. Mr. Dictionary? Yeah. Uh, it's a hindrance <laughs> you know what to that means. to what what yeah. what yeah. we're trying yeah. to accomplish at camp. So, yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, so okay. next question. Yes, what is your favorite memory? So mm. coast island. island. Coast. Anything. Your okay. favorite camp memory. Favorite camp memory. So the uh, my my second summer on Water Life Island, I was on maintenance. You know what you think Woo! Maintenance! <laughs> I was on maintenance. I, I, and one of the great privileges of my life, Jack Wartson was still alive. Jack Wartson was the founder of Word of Life. He's the man that God yeah. used to establish the ministry. And one of the... Um, the honors of my life was on Wednesday night for the campfires. I would I would meet Jack at the boat, and I would walk him out to campfire. Mm. Um, you know, it, was, it always happens a little later. It's like eight o'clock. Yep. The sun's down, and then after campfire, I would always well, I'd have a flashlight, and that was my job. Like somebody assigned me to do that. Mm-hmm. But we got into the summer, man, and, and it was such a privilege. Yep. And if I if I have a regret about that, I wish I could remember everything we talked about on that walk. Mm-hmm. Because I know he shared wisdom with me. I know, I know, and I don't have one of those minds. Like if you, if like mm-hmm. if you guys probably do, but I don't. He does. I he don't. does. He remembers everything. I can't, and I wish I could. But to me, that that memory of of walking him back and forth, and and really like guiding him. Like here's the man that God had used to to grow a, a global ministry. Mm. Yeah, and you know. And I was just there to make sure he didn't trip or fall. But, man, it was the honor of my life. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So, For, sure. For sure. Now, I have some fun memories, too. Yep. Hit like, it. Uh, you know, going when I worked on the island, uh, taking all the maintenance guys on the ferry, jumping off of the the, the wheelhouse. Shh, we're not allowed lake. to do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, what are you doing? Are you winking? No, um, never. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, at the ranch, I totally straight up learned how to be a cowboy, learned how to ride a yeah. horse, learned how to rope, learned how to team pin. <clears throat> Did y'all used to drag a person behind a horse? Um, yes, we did. But it was a bandit. It was a bad person. It was a naughty oh, guy. It was a bad yeah, naughty guy. There was a guy so who it was showed just, up and always stole the deed to the town. So it was every just week. the unlucky kid of the week who no, got chosen. No, no, no. It was, it was a student. They, 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 so it wasn't the unlucky. And they loved it. So not the unlucky, a camper. Not a camper. So the unlucky kid <laughs> that week could draw the short No, no, no. It was a student from the school that was there. And they, they used to fight each other to be the person huh. that we would lasso. And then oh, drag be so behind fun. the horse. That'd be, that'd be yeah. so fun. Because yeah, remember, man, there's 500 kids. The, uh-huh. There's you know another 500 people watching all this happen. So Levi rode a bull for the first time last year. I did. Get it, Levi. It wasn't really. It's a steer, but it was a steer. Yeah. yeah but after camps got done, hey, hopped on. Hey, man, nobody knows. Nobody knows. You don't have to be. It, it was actually not, a funny video. Oh, is there a video? Two videos. Two. Oh, it's bad. This wasn't a They're video amazing. podcast. Right? All right. Yep. All right. So yeah. next question. Yes. You were saying something about campfire. Yeah. So. We have two special nights. We have a lot of special nights, but two really special nights, and that is the Salvation Night mm-hmm. and the Campfire Night. Yeah. And what's the importance of those, and how do those semi go together? Yeah, so Salvation Night um, at, at any of the camps that Word of Life has, and this is around the world, by the way. So this is 80 yep. countries, multiple locations. 80 plus. One of the first nights of camp, okay, in New York they do it night two, Florida, and you know, at the coast we do it night one. But one of the first nights... 
we tell people who Jesus is mm. and what he did for them. Okay, very. we did it at the beginning of this podcast, right? Yep. You know, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He took our place. If we will say yes to that free gift that he offers us, we can have our sin forgiven, a home in heaven, and he promises to walk with us on this earth. Building up through the week, what we call campfire night, a dedication night, right? A time where we take everybody, typically it's a fire, you know, it's a, uh, a campfire location at one yep. of our spots. Up here in the Adirondacks, the island might be might be the the, the most beautiful location ever. Yeah. But ironically, it was it was here at the ranch at the Bible Institute property when I was 14 years old that I was at a dedication service. So dedication is mm-hmm. hey Romans 12 says what I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercy of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It only makes sense. That because of everything he did for us, that I'm going to say, God, here's my life. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was 14. Give him grace and mercy back, right? Or, yeah. No, not, <laughs> not exactly. Not exactly. No, 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 that's not really in the Bible. Um, but, but when I was 14, I heard that message, and I was like, man, that makes sense. And God, I don't know what you want me to be when I grow up. So we have these little slips where life does. And it says, all I am, all I have, all I ever hope to be, and I'll forever dedicate to you, Lord Jesus. So all I am. Well, when you're 14... I mean, all you can see is who you are at that moment, mm-hmm. right? All I am, all I have. Do you have much? Not really, right? All I ever hope to be. I tell people all the time, that's the big one, a dedication. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. we all have dreams. We all have aspirations. There's, we all have things that we want to be when we grow up. But in that moment, at that service, the campfire service, I'm doing air quotes in case you're wondering, <laughs> um, That that's the big one, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because we're saying, God... I trust you with my life. You did so much for me. Mm-hmm. Here I am. When I walked down uh, here at uh, on Kenya Hill, mm-hmm. I walked down by myself that night. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a, I, now. I think other guys from my cabin came eventually, but I couldn't wait to get down mm-hmm. and grab the grab that stick and throw it in the fire. Mm-hmm. And the stick is really just a semblance of my life. Saying, "God, yep. here it is. Take it, use yep. it." So that's that's the, the the big difference, and it's why it's so important. And, and actually, recently. I'm watching the time, don't worry. But recently, we actually added an, another salvation message packaged mm-hmm. into dedication mm-hmm. because so many kids don't come with a knowledge of God, yeah, who He is, what He's done. And so it takes a few days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So now, you know, in Florida, when I when I had the privilege of sharing Campfire, I always give a salvation invitation first mm-hmm. because I, there's kids that have thought more about it and said, I want that. Mm-hmm. So For sure. Yeah. Now, we're going to switch it up a bit. Okay. So question. Yes. If you were suddenly arrested and your face was all over the news and your family and friends saw it, what would be the first thing they thought you did? Dang, that's a that's an interesting question. Um, I think they would probably think that I might have done something to my daughter's boyfriend. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I was thinking. It's kind of what I was thinking. They're like, well, I don't know what would happen. I hope you never get arrested. <laughs> I wonder who your daughter. I feel really bad for your daughter's boyfriend. That that are like, like probably like really like speeding at like a very high rate of speed (laughs) because I I have been known to road. My wife would say road probably road rage. Mm -hmm. Although I'm better. Yeah, I'm better. You did pretty good today. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I I tried, but his grace is sufficient, so it helps me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, that's I think people might think that. Well, Rich. (laughs) Yeah. It's great having you today. Great having you. And in case you didn't realize, it's Ryan. 
Is Ryan? It is Ryan. Oh Ryan? yeah, I'm. I'm Linnea's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Wait, Ryan. Ryan. Got in here wait, last. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Wait, now. wait, we gotta go. <laughs> hey guys, thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Much love.